gone tripping. Episode seven. Here we are. Gone tripping podcast. Yes. Coming at finally. you. Finally. Episode seven. <laughs> Episode seven. Finally. I know. I know. Well, We're a pretty think, good schedule. It's funny because I don't think seven's that big of a number. But uh, yeah, you I, and other people are like, really? You got seven episodes already? I think that like the the difference between seven and fourteen is yeah. smaller than the difference between one and seven. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's true. That's it's, true. It's a much more uh, of a undertaking to yeah. listen to a podcast that is a couple of episodes in for sure, and, and to do one that hits seven <laughs> episodes, I think well, is well. It's funny because Tim from episode two, he uh, mm-hmm. he messaged me over the weekend. Uh, and he was shocked that we already hit five and I'm yeah. like, really? I feel like we should be a lot farther, but <laughs> two a week. Yeah. Two a week. We're hitting it and, uh, it's going well so far. Well, I am super parched. Yeah. So I want to dive right Let's into, into the drink of the day. And you've been talking nothing but good things about this stuff. Yes. So today's drink of the day is grape knee high. Uh, so <laughs> those at home that might be able to see this, uh, grape knee high, uh, has been around since 1924. Uh, you may have heard of Nehi. Uh, I know you have. And we talked a little bit before. Yeah. You hadn't heard of Nehi before. Um, True. But uh, I remember as a youngster uh, always hearing about Nehi. Uh, in fact, one of our good friends, Alex, he loves Nehi. Uh, but I, every time I've ever heard of Nehi, it's grape Nehi. They have yeah. other flavors. But you only hear anybody talk. Like if you find somebody who like loves Nehi, sure. they're going to say, oh, grape Nehi is the best. Grape Nehi. And it's so, their classic. Yeah, I'm guessing orange and strawberry are probably pretty good. I mean, they can't see. Be too I want to try off, orange because we were talking about this. Orange yeah. is my favorite. Like flavor. without without cream, that's for sure. Right? right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> orange cream was just so sweet. Yeah. No, I liked um, it. <laughs> but as soon as I opened this, it was quite the small. Whoa, whoa! You got, we got oh, a, yeah. we got a clink. Sorry. There it is. Jeez. There's hey, the we clink. got the bottles and everything. Man, it, it'll come down. It's well, the cans, the cans yesterday. True. Were, that, that was kind of yeah. a loser. I didn't like that. Ooh. Wow! Now that is really good. That's that is almost like grape. a. Uh, That's a very subtle grape. That is almost like a. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, bubbly uh, Welch's grape juice. That is a really good grape flavor. Oh, Welch! Right, 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 right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, definitely better than. I mean, Grape Crush. Don't get me wrong. Grape Crush is okay. Yeah, it's just but like this very is way better. Sugary. Yeah, Grape this, Crush is. This is this very, is very authentic yeah. grape flavor. <laughs> authentic grape flavor i'm sure there's never been a grape that tasted like this. i know right <laughs> whatever authentic to whatever that grape flavor is you're talking you're talking to a, a kid who whose dad uh basically farms grapes he has grapes all over his property oh i didn't realize i was speaking yeah. to a grape expert yeah so he has green grapes he has conquered grapes he has some grapes called merlot grapes mm. uh and everything he does uh he, he uses them all for uh, juicing so mm. every fall he's out on his uh back deck uh making grape juice wow so i've had we're gonna have to have your dad's drink so this here. is this is more like a concord grape flavor oh man so yes there is a difference <laughs> dropping uh, some knowledge yes concord fair enough grape flavor for sure in this knee-high grape you know uh banana that flavor that like you always get in like stuff the mm-hmm. that yeah really like obvious banana flavor you're talking like, like laffy taffies yeah yeah I, exactly. I refuse to eat those <laughs> um that's actually from a species of banana that is extinct now oh really? that's where that flavor comes from yeah it uh there was some kind of virus and it wasn't genetically diverse enough we were just cloning them so it wiped out the whole crop that is and so that's why it tastes so how do they so get the flavor well uh, we still have that flavor okay but we don't have the the fruit that it was so inspired they, by gotcha so like engineered a, a right fake yeah, version yeah of it. exactly so that's why banana tastes so different than well, like banana well the, what's funny is is uh i had a friend who spent time down in um oh goodness like the Republic, mm. 
and we actually get their crap bananas. Oh, they don't yeah. like the sweet bananas. They do like plantains oh. are oh. like their banana of choice, uh, which is just a giant. We've been lied to. This uh, yeah, time. and, We're and the, like the worst bananas. Yeah, he got some <laughs> fed, fed them to me, and he's like, "Yeah, these these are the ones they eat, and they're really good." But they're more like a potato almost. Like he made <laughs> f- like French fries out of them. Oh, weird. Um, they're like French fry patties. I would try that. Yeah, they're super good. I would definitely try. They that. don't taste like bananas that we're used yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we need. I think we need a third opinion on this. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and bring in our guest for today. Yeah, and uh, go ahead. And Shannon Vistason, are you there, Shannon? <laughs> I am. Hello. Thank you for joining Hi. us. Shannon is the founder of the Littlest Sidekick Outfitters. And I, I could I could explain that, but I think you would probably be the best person to go into that. <laughs> yeah. So what is yeah. Littlest uh, Sidekick Outfitters? Yeah. So uh, we are a interactive kids outdoor apparel line. So I best describe it as um, rent the runway meets geocaching. Okay. Very cool. So um, awesome. we, we provide quality apparel for kids for the outdoors um, with that has uh, an experience that comes with it, as well as it, it won't. We implemented a system where it won't break the bank when it comes to buying them. Right, because uh, we've talked about this yeah. before. That whenever you go on a trip, especially if it's to uh, an area that's you know more wintry or more summery than you know your normal climate, that you have to pay so much to to get your kids' clothes, and then as soon as the trip's over, that's the last time they're ever going to be able to wear that. Exactly. So, so I was I was single up until uh, last May, Shannon, and um, <clears throat> I married a, a woman who has three kids. So, insta dad. Uh, Congratulations. And thank you. Yeah, and so. <laughs> We would, uh, I would go camping all the time. I go do stuff outdoors all the time as a single guy. Uh, and, uh, when I started dating my wife, uh, she wasn't big into camping. I took her, uh, made all the breakfast and everything. And she goes, okay, I can do this if somebody else is doing all the work. So it, it helped a little bit more there, but, um, the kids, it's just so expensive to outfit them with clothes that they can, don't have to worry about getting dirty. Uh, you know, our two girls are very um much like cute clothes sure high uh, fashion. <laughs> yeah high fashion um <laughs> and those type of things and you, you know you go with one of the name brands like a north face uh you're paying out the wazoo and they're only gonna grow out of it in what six months so and and i and i watched one of your videos shannon go ahead and explain to us kind of the research you've done as far as kids growing out of their clothes and why you came up with this platform Yes, so um, you're lucky if you can get maybe a year out of the clothing Mm -hmm. for kids, and it's different for everyone. Um, My son's on the smaller end, so he's still fitting into clothes that are smaller for him, considered smaller. But I have uh, nieces and nephews that maybe have three or four months in clothes, and then they get a surprise growth spurt, and it they're out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those kids for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Once I hit high school, I'm still wearing my high school like size clothes, but before that it was a total uh crapshoot. Yeah. Was, what what's what size am I gonna be today? <laughs> well, I was like six foot by the time I hit second grade, so yeah. I stopped growing after that. But uh, <laughs> he runs one of the lucky ones. Yeah. He could yeah. immediately use his dad's hand me down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so um, ages three to ten, okay. which I feel like is um, still gets in that sweet spot of the kids aren't really deciding what kind, what clothes they're picking out completely by themselves, right. and yeah. it's the time where you see the most growth within the shorter time mm-hmm. period. 
No, definitely. That's a good point about kids like choosing their own wardrobe because uh, <laughs> I, I can definitely see that kind of being an obstacle for something like what you're you're doing here. Um, it's kind of like getting unfortunately put into a weird like stereotype of like, oh, well, we only have this style of jacket because that's just, you know, who our demographic is. Right. So I think right. it's kind of important to kind of limit that almost to the, that age range where they're they're still taking their parents advice on what looks cool and stuff like that (laughs) my mom had me convinced that uh, an orange uh rain jacket was totally fine to wear every day to school yeah uh and it was not no yeah well and even even so there i grew up with uh eight kids in my family and i was the youngest but i was also the biggest baby the tallest uh and so he's still the biggest baby it was it was one of those points where like the hand-me-downs I was getting, they didn't fit me. Mm. So it was probably by, yeah. So it was probably like by age five that my brother, who's six years older than I, and he was kind of a runt compared to me. That's where we hit. And so when I was five and, and uh, let's see my math here, he was 11. Oh, geez. (laughs) We were wearing like, my mom would always just buy in twos and we'd basically be wearing the same same size. That's ridiculous. Uh, same shirts. And I got, I got videos to prove it. We're in the same. You're like some kind of like secret experiment. No, (laughs) I was just all the leftovers. They got all the brains. Right. But no, like, and so it was just one of those things where, uh, and even the three kids that we have now and we're expecting our fourth, uh, this fourth is going to be different than the other three, but the the one girl is just the tiniest thing ever. She eats more than the other two, but she doesn't gain any weight, and she's just tiny. Her sister, who is two years older than her, is is bigger than her, taller, uh, just different yeah. body style. And so it's one of those things where hand-me-downs don't always work. Right. Um, and and so being able to go to a site like this and and pick out, okay, I'm getting this for this kid. And I might be getting hand-me-downs in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it's an exchange system, and I'm getting the right size for my kids. Right. And right. Yeah. We have a trade-in system, so um, within if you return your your items from purchase within six months, um, you get thirty percent discount off your next purchase from us, whether it be oh. new or used. Awesome. And then if you return it within a year, you get fifteen percent off. Very cool. Now that's awesome. I think yeah. that because that that can really help. Uh, take a little bit of the sting off of having to. Yeah, ex- well, it's more than you're getting from like Goodwill, <laughs> right? Right. Um, right. And and so it's definitely one of those things where it's beneficial because that's one of the biggest complaints you hear about families is having to always get new stuff. Yeah. For their kids, and then they grow out of it so quickly. I remember the summer that I bought new shoes. My my mom got me new shoes, and mm. by the end of the summer, I had to get rid of them. Yeah. And yeah. they just didn't fit me. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Shoes is a whole <laughs> other story. We're dealing with that right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got them new shoes, and I mean, we got them last summer, and now it's summer again. It's been less than nine months, and here we go again. <laughs> um, yeah. one, one part that I really liked about uh, LSO um, mm-hmm. was that... Uh, you you do like a, you said geocaching you guys track the clothes right so you get to see yeah. like where your clothes went on trips and stuff like that I think that's super cool yep so um, what I was going to add is that when you purchase off of our used section you also the clothes are already marked down to 30% so you're essentially if you return your previous item within 6 months you're essentially getting 60% off oh wow that's, um, that's huge so you, have, then, so you do have a choice of getting new or exactly. used exactly very cool. 
Yep. Awesome. So um, I, I look at it as you can start in a in a, a thread trail by purchasing new, or you can add your stories to an existing thread trail by purchasing from our use section. Well, and I, and, I love that. And I was talking to somebody the other day when I was um, talking about having you on, and that was uh, they said, "Well, why why would the tracking thing be so interesting?" And I'm like, "Because kids are so." Well, and I, I'm probably a kid at heart because every yeah. time I see one of those dollar bills that say, you know, followgeorge.com or whatever, right. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I want to go see where this is. But kids, like, you'd be able to show them, like, hey, this this shirt you're wearing right here, let's take a look at the map, look at the map and where it's been. It's been all over the United States or in Canada. That's a huge thing for these kids ages 3 to 10 to see and go, that is so cool. And, uh, and it, yeah. our seven-year-old's always asking about, like, is this from China? And she's obsessed with China right now. And so to be able to like, hey, guess what? You can track this shirt. It's been in China and Africa. You know, right. those are really cool things. And I think it's especially cool because you can kind of use it to help you plan your trip in the sense oh, yeah. that like you can look and say, oh, well, this thing keeps going up to Alaska, keeps going up to Greenland, keeps going up to Canada. Yeah. Let's this take it down south. Winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Let's take it down south. Let's take it to Florida. You, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. With this giant parka, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, the pending. <laughs> well, that's and that's, we, you know, just go to Santa Fe, right? That's from a previous episode. Santa Fe is like top five places to visit in the u.s this year yeah um oh, and somehow. it's yeah but it's five thousand feet so it gets cool down there you yeah. can go down there yeah so that's kind of one of those places that depends it actually depends on the it, season yeah for sure <laughs> for sure so you were um how long have you guys been in business tell us kind of your business journey so um it was made into an llc two years ago but I started it as a screen printing company mm. where I would print my designs onto wholesale um, clothing apparel for my son. Nice. And then I started selling those. And then I got into the process of um, learning more about manufacturing. And I couldn't find the exact clothing that I wanted. And I didn't like the fact that I didn't have any control over the design or the quality of it. So um, I started getting into the manufacturing process and learning all about that. And that's where... I am now is where I now have a line. Yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And congratulations cool. about yeah. that. That's super cool. <laughs> Thanks. I Very love that. Super. So you have a Kickstarter that went up, I believe, May 1st, which was uh, Tuesday? Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Tell us a little about your Kickstarter, uh, where we can go to uh, see that, and our listeners can go and help support. Yeah. So um, we are up on Kickstarter and we're under, it's called um, Interactive Kids Outdoor Apparel, uh, comma, Little Sidekick Outfitters. And we are looking to essentially, you would pre-order your garments from us. Um, and we're also looking for, um, to raise funds to help produce the back end custom coding that's going to be involved on the website. That's going to allow like the tracking and the discounts and um, what you're, it's going to describe like what, when, and what you can get for discount wise. And then, um, yeah, and all that stuff. Very cool. <laughs> so Very we cool. do have rewards. We have, um, hats, baseball hats for adults and kids. So that's part of the reward system as well. Awesome. Oh, okay. and you, you have swag. six, you have six, uh, pieces of clothing on sale right now. Correct. On, on your site. Is that right? Okay. We have a long sleeve base layer shirt. Uh, merino blend. We have pants that go with the base layer. It's merino blend. We have a um, t-shirt. We have that's our like our classic fit 
and that's a merino blend. And then a technical 100% merino wool shirt. And then uh, a midweight neck warmer and a lightweight neck warmer. Neck warmer. Okay, very cool. cool. And uh, <laughs> is that all on the the site? That is. Awesome, very cool. LittlestSidekicksOutfitters.com? Yes. yes. Nice. <laughs> and LOS for short, right? So yeah, you mentioned correct. LOS a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love the name a lot. Thank I'm, you. Uh, I'm a huge superhero fan, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's very cool. Uh, so everybody go and, and check out the uh, website. There's a, is there a link on uh, your website to Kickstarter? There is. There's okay. like four spots on the homepage that will take you <laughs> directly to the campaign. Awesome. That's a good website. And, and on our website as well, we'll have links uh, yeah. that you can go both to the Kickstarter and uh, check out her website. Yeah. Um, let's get to uh, like personal, uh, your your own outfitting that you yeah. like to do outdoors, those type of things. Uh, so uh, you have kids, obviously, right? I do. Okay. I have a little boy that just turned three. Okay. Very cool. Do you guys go on a lot of, a lot of family adventures? Yes. Um, up until now, it has been going up to up north in the cabin and staying the weekends in the cabin. But uh, now Michigan? we will be introducing camping with the tent this okay. year. Okay. We're trying to get a lot of that in this summer. And that's up in Michigan? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Yep. We go up north a lot. That's where all the, the beaches are and okay. the nice weather. <laughs> nice. All the fun. <laughs> yeah. Very so, cool. so you're kind of just, uh, I guess, looking forward at uh, the difficulties of outfitting your son here. And yep, I've seen. I have friends that have kids that are older, and I've seen the the mess that they have gone through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my uh, my little brother is uh, now taller than me, which is total crap. Uh, I don't understand how it's that. It's the youngest happens. thing. Yeah, it's something. You guys get better nutrition. Your parents something like know like more by yeah. the time you come around. It's not fair. Uh, so, and I remember distinctly. I think. I was 13 and it was the same situation you described where yeah. no, my hand-me-downs were no longer his clothes. And right. then there was definitely a period in time when he would buy something new and decide he doesn't like it. And then I would get it. Yeah. So I was getting like hemi ups. Right. And I definitely <laughs> did not appreciate that as a kid, but yeah, no, definitely still good clothes. Well, and one, <laughs> one of the reasons we, we wanted to have you on and, and we like what you're doing is so with gone trip and podcasts, what we're, our goal is, is get people out to do stuff more. Um, mm-hmm. whether it's outdoors, uh, that's my, my thing. Right. Uh, Cameron's more of, uh, yeah, the urban cool, the guy. urban, the urban <laughs> hipster. <laughs> I was trying yeah. to specifically avoid, avoid the word hipster. hipster. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> that's such a mixed bag. Exactly. Part of things. So like, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, we were talking to a guy from Amsterdam the other day and, uh, I brought this up in the last episode too, but I thought oh, it was he was really so cool. Yeah, he was super cool. But I, I thought it was really interesting the things he had to say. But we were talking about how um, uh, he'd been to Idaho when that's where I grew up. And okay. Which I haven't even been to yeah, Idaho. Yeah, he hasn't so been to Idaho. It was kind of upsetting. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I asked him, I said, oh, what part? And, and he told me, he was describing it to me. And I said, oh. And I said, Shoshone Falls. And he said, yeah, that's it. That was the, that's the place. And I said, that's so cool. But I, I, I'm from Boise, which is about two hours away from Shoshone Falls. And Shoshone okay. Falls is actually taller than Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, they call it Little Niagara. It has less flow to it, but it's taller. Uh, really huh. cool thing. And it's in this canyon. And uh, I, I, t- 
like 80% probably of that Boise area has never been to Shoshone Falls themselves. Yet yeah. some dude from Amsterdam has. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's just so funny how so often when you get kids, it's harder to travel. Um, and, and so that's the first and easy excuse to, to not go and do stuff with your kids, uh, and just stay home where you can drive two hours. It sounds like you guys do that quite a bit, uh, yeah. drive a couple hours, go to the cabin, go, go, uh, hang out at the beach. All right. And so we really try to encourage people to go out and do those things. Um, I think you're fulfilling a need as far as, cause Absolutely. that's, I would say that's the next, uh, thing. Yeah. Like, it's so expensive to have clothes for him to go out and do stuff. Right. Um, well, it just kind of <laughs> limits your, your trips to similar climates. Yeah. And if you have to only travel within similar climates to, you know, home base, mm-hmm. then you're not going to see much of the world. Yeah, you're exactly. You're not going to expose right. kids to new experiences and you're not going to be able to share those kind of like memories. I mean, we were just uh, yesterday with, uh, Laurel, um, we were talking and, uh, they're in, uh, Arizona. So whenever okay. she gets to go somewhere where it's like a winter landscape, she absolutely loves it. And she takes a bazillion <laughs> pictures and they turn out amazing. Um, but like just something like that can be extremely difficult if you have three kids. Yeah. It, especially like around <laughs> the age of your kids. I mean, like forget about it. Exactly. You got to buy three winter jackets. That's $300. And then <laughs> that, that's not, you haven't even gotten up there yet. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that, and that's the thing that, uh, I was talking to my wife about it last night when we were eating dinner and, uh, that's all we, and I already have to pull teeth to get her out sometimes <laughs> because, and that's one of the big things like, well, the kids don't have the right stuff or they don't have any clothes that I want them to get, you know, get dirty. Um, they don't have clothes that can get holes in them. And that's one of the things that I also liked about your, uh, deal is so you, those clothes get sent back in, they get professionally laundered and mended. Right. Um, and so you don't have to, it's not like, Oh, well there's a hole in that shirt. It's in the toilet. No. Yeah. Uh, you guys take care of those things. Yeah. So. That's kind of the cool thing. Cause, uh, a lot of people have been talking about like how, you know, recycling is great, but you know, if you have to take a can and, and melt it down and then make a new can, that's a lot of extra work that you're putting into this thing. Yeah. Really what you want to be able to do is reuse. Exactly. That's the actual re- you know, recycling. And right. I, that's why I think this is so fantastic and yeah. why I think that, uh, little as sidekicks will, will be the, the model in the future. Because we're going to, we can't continue to make clothes like it's never going to end. Right. Like (laughs) we got to, I mean, Goodwills can only take so much clothing. Uh, Yeah. You got to, you, we have to create systems in place where we can share clothing with each other when we no longer need it. And that's why I think. I mean, we, we were so excited when you, uh, you responded yeah. that you wanted to be on the podcast. It was like, oh, awesome. We get to talk to somebody who's like out in the field doing stuff yeah. about, about helping people do trips. Well, and, and so going back to what uh, like our platform is about going out and doing adventure and those type of things. Uh, what are some of the, the best places you've been that you yeah. enjoy? Uh, places you wish you go back to, you haven't been able to. Or places you haven't been yet, but you yeah, want to get to. Yeah, the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> My bucket list is huge. Okay. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> my my favorite spot, or some of my favorite spots, I've been out to. Um, I have family out in Seattle, Washington, so we went and hiked Mount Rainier a few times, oh, okay. and that was awesome. Oh, yeah. EJ, uh, the producer, uh, she's going to. Uh, she's doing an online school there, and every time she visits, she wants to stay forever. <laughs> yeah. Pacific yep. My Northwest sister lives out awesome. there right now. <laughs> so, yep, she sends me photos all the time. Um, We've been to Ireland, so we geocached through Ireland before, which was awesome. Um, 
other than that, like, so we as a family, we go, like I said, we go up north often. We, uh, Traverse City, Michigan is one of our, my favorite spots in the whole world. It's just a small little lake town that sits on the bay right off of um, Lake Michigan. And it's just this cute little quaint town that's like filled with wineries and shops and boutiques and uh, beaches and campgrounds. And it's it's one of my favorite spots in the Tra- whole world. Travis City, is that what you said? Traverse City. Traverse City, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's a nice little tidbit. That's yeah, a nice little for spot sure. there, it for sounds sure. like. <laughs> yep, fresh water. Um, cool. So it's that's one of my favorite spots. And then we are actually heading to um, Denver, Colorado for the first time in July for nice. uh, Outdoor Retailer. Oh, oh. Okay, so I just got back from the outdoor retailer. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, so I've been a few times. Okay. Um, I I went to it quite a bit when it was in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, it was only like you know four hour five hour drive from Boise for me, um, and then this year was the first time I spent in Denver, and uh, I don't like the I don't like the um, the setup in Denver okay. as much as it was in Salt Lake. How come? Uh, the so Salt Lake was more kind of wide open, mm-hmm. um, and then it had different like offshoots of hallways. But those offshoots of hallways were um, uh, very populated, so like you weren't just on the outskirts, and okay. and so there was almost like like clusters of, of oh, smaller like booths, bottlenecks and, kind of stuff. and stuff. Yeah. So Denver, uh, the Colorado Convention Center is like this giant open floor on the bottom and giant open floor on the top and then it has a bunch of hallways and then people are just kind of stuck in these hallways and yeah. and where the salt palace uh in salt lake was just one giant open floor with a couple of offshoots that were really easy to find so when i went there in february i was walking around and i it was just way too easy to get lost <laughs> way too easy to get lost and so but i mean it there's tons of people there. It was the first one in Denver too. So, um, you know, they're getting used to those changes. Um, the, um, I mean, it should be interesting. Like, like I said, it, it wasn't my favorite out of all the ones I've been to. And I've been there as a, uh, a booth, like running a booth. And and I've been there as, as visiting. So do do you know where your booth is? We won't have a booth. Okay. You're uh, going as a, a, what are you going as? Just as um, an individual, just as a brand, I'm going to network and learn and um, just check out all the different fabrics that are offered that come there every year. So I'm really, I'm really looking to to learn a lot from the industry. Awesome. So that was one thing that they did do that was decent for, for this was they did have an offshoot um, room and it was all the textiles. So Cool. So the nice thing for you is once you find that room, <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to stay in there. You won't be able and, to find your hotel yeah, room after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's there, there were a couple of more um, that were around. Uh, you know, as you're walking around, you'll see them. But I, I was, that was one thing that was I was like, okay, if you're doing clothing like you are, it's yeah. going to work out really well for you that room because it's it's a giant. I mean giant room <laughs> but it's this uh b- big room that probably had at least 300 vendors in there and wow. all of them were uh manufacturing vendors um, okay. for jackets so if you're looking to expand your line it's definitely going to benefit yep. you that way exactly so. what it is we're we launched small with base layers and t-shirts okay. and i'd have to grow the line into like outerwear and backpacks and yeah. just be a complete outfitted for the kids yeah no and that's and that's the cool stuff is 
I was looking at those textiles and they had, you know, mock-ups that they did. And it's literally where you're going to be successful now, which eight years ago wasn't going to be as easy is you're going to be able to have the quality of product of North face. The only difference you're going to have is you don't have North face on it. Um, right. And that's, and that's how good it's gotten oh, <laughs> with right. these textiles is um, it, you're not going to be eight years behind, you know, trying to catch up North I face. See. You're going to be caught up with North face, North face. Uh, sorry, North face. I'm just bringing you up uh, <laughs> mountain hardware, any others <laughs> with the materials that are available to you. So that should be a good time. I went as this February, I went as a, uh, what yeah. you call it? Uh, I just walked around as well. So, okay. yeah. Um, but uh, are you going are you going as a buyer or just an individual just an individual okay, cool yeah um, yeah so uh and uh you uh you brought me back some socks with foxes yes. on them <laughs> yeah i got them in my drawer okay yeah. i can show you oh, if you don't yeah. believe me that's true no, that, that, is true. <laughs> that is true i i signed up for a ton of stuff and got a bunch of swag <laughs> um that i oh, brought cool. back um the swag which, was plentiful. Which is funny. No, but it was less than it was when it was in Utah. Oh. So that was one of the things, too, I guess, is that was the bummer about when it was in Utah, they had more space for more vendors. Okay. So and I'm, and I'm assuming that your eventual goal is to probably get in there as a vendor. Yeah. Um, and the cruddy part about being in, and it's going to be Denver for the near future you know i haven't said if they're going to move from there or not but it's going to be there for a long time sign a contract yeah and i mean so, it's kind of nice in like a you know, just a geological place because it's kind of the center of the country so yeah kind of like a good spot in that sense yeah but like yeah. the the what happened is though though is they don't they can't accept as many vendors right so all the booths went up way up in cost oh no so <laughs> yeah so i mean and and that's where i uh my a, a friend of mine <laughs> uh owns a shoe company called ultra footwear okay and uh, it's a running shoe company and uh, that was when him and i you know we see each other every couple of years and it's usually at that show and uh he was they almost didn't go to the show because they didn't have three shows um to kind of make up for that fact that they can't they don't have oh the, i see so they, they kind of do two shows the schedule so they have three shows to kind of one that's just snow and ski uh yeah. show and that's when i went to uh, and then they have their summer show and then their f- winter show, which is in the fall now. It used to be in the winter. Um, but anyway, uh, the yeah, he, I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, we were heavily debating whether we even come. And this is a shoe company that's like in 50 different countries. So oh, it's wow. not like they're a tiny shoe company. Uh, yeah. They're they're taking share of the of the running um, running uh, market market. Yeah. And. But it was just like, yeah, they like doubled the price as far as the booths go. So, um, I don't know if that's going to change anything with. Yeah. You'll have to report back. Yeah, soon. and I and just right. you know, <laughs> not to scare you. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I see your face going like, oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, like, I'm interested to see. I guess uh, for summer and and winter, if they, um, if those go down. And it's different than the ski and snowboards that, you know, specific thing. Right. And then, yeah, I, I feel like ski and snow is kind of a bit more of an expensive, like, industry anyway. Yeah. Like, you, you can't really, like, go in as an amateur and, like, expect to, oh, I'll just pop down a hundred bucks and it, exactly. have everything I need. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, and, and the, um, the, the, I'm just going to honk Salt Lake here for a bit. And I hope they go back to Salt Lake eventually because 
it was so close to the airport. Everything was so much closer. It's 20 minutes to everything. Oh, yeah, that's like, I think. Uh, where Denver, it's, you got to drive an hour to go and I, try out the skis and snowboards. Like, I feel like they <laughs> might have set up to do Denver before Denver got so populated because now, like, they're, they're having, no, like, actual population issues yeah. just in Denver. So, like. No, they, they jump ship. Oh, they just they ju- yeah. So it's been in Salt Lake for thirty years. Wow! And it started something happened. Uh, yeah, Patagonia and some others uh, said they wouldn't return to Utah because of the Bears ears okay. um, uh, stuff that really? Utah senators were wow get trying to um, get to, and, and it happened, and so they uh, that was their response. Wow! Um, and it's it's. It's kind of it's one of those things. It's where like politics gets into outdoors, and all of a sudden it ruins everything. Because there's a lot of people that didn't go to the Denver show specifically because they felt like that OR, which is this outdoor retailer, got too. It all of a sudden turned too political, and and that was a sense when I was there. Is it wow. was it was very much like elitist uh, in the sense of of how uh, yeah you're getting bombarded with everything. Right. But uh, I just, I don't know. I, I'm cynical, but I just thought it was interesting how uh, they talked about being green so much there. And like, um, but at the same time, they just brought 2 million people <laughs> to, to Denver and the yeah. transportation isn't set up for them to, trans, to right. build a transport. <laughs> so it's one of those things yeah. where we flew in 2 million it, people to it, talk it, about it, climate change. Like, yeah, okay. exactly. Well. So your Fox socks and that's the, right. your Fox socks that you're talking about. I was able to get those because I had to fill out the survey and the survey was like, yeah, it was just, it was one of those things where I felt like, oh my goodness, if they knew what my answers were, like if this wasn't, right. <laughs> I, I probably would get the boot out of this place. So. <laughs> but, uh, but oh, um, yeah. I, we, uh, we did, I feel like we did a bit of uh disservice to your Kickstarter. We talked about the Kickstarter, but we didn't talk about any of the goals or, or what, what, what you're doing with it. Totally just occurred to me. The goals for like yeah. how much you're trying to raise. Yeah, we, we talked a little that. bit about what it's going to go for. Right, right. Uh, but how much are you trying to raise? So we are trying to raise sixty thousand. Okay. Um, which is a hefty goal, especially for an apparel line. But um, the technology side of it is taking up a lot of that that funding. Okay. So um, I am. I have quoted out the the need, what we need for the back end to make the thread trail work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the quotes were around sixty grand just to do the website. So oh, I found really? a company that will actually allow me to do a lot of manual stuff at first, yeah. with the opportunity to scale gotcha. eventually down the road. So okay. I took the, the smaller bid, and I'll be going that way, so I can actually have some my product produced as well. Awesome! Very cool. Oh, I got you. Well, and that's one of the things. Uh, are you taking your whole family out to the show? Um, just and my sor- husband and I. Okay. And sorry if I got you all worried about the show. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> no, Either I'm way. I'm excited to attend. <laughs> I've always wanted to attend since, I, since it's been in Salt Lake. Yeah. But this is just the time of the year that I can go for the first time. Right. And now I don't care where it is. I just don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're going to have a good time. There's um, uh, a lot of cool stuff to do. Uh, the Denver Mint for money <laughs> yeah is right is is like two blocks at the from end of the, the day you're still at least going to denver yeah exactly <laughs> the denver mint is like two blocks away from the convention center and they do tours so oh, cool. i would definitely look into that um and uh, i think they'll probably like give you a penny that was minted you know, freshly yeah. minted or something but um 
and then uh, there there's a couple of food places, and I'll have to email them to you later. Uh, yeah. But there's one I went to that's a local steakhouse joint. Uh, really affordable, but like it was so cool. <laughs> I showed up there about seven o'clock at night, and uh, I'm sitting there by myself. And the owner came down, sat down, and, and talked to me, and and just chatted. And like him and his wife run the place, and they had some friends, and so they're all sitting around the bar. And it was them and me in the restaurant. It was you're really like kind of you're like a background character to yeah, Cheers, exactly. And it was <laughs> it was a really cool, really cool setting. Uh, lots of laughs going on and that kind of stuff, sure. but, um, Norm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and even at the, even at the show, the summer show is the best one. Okay. And that's when you're going to, right? Yep. Okay. Nice. So uh, at least when it was all it was, the, the summer one's the best. Um, you're going to have the most, uh, uh, diverse as far as products out there. So you'll probably get a lot more swag than they had at the ski and snow show. Um, and uh, it's really cool because that summer, it's everything that's coming out for the following summer. So, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah. And, uh, and, and a lot of times they'll have pro deals. So okay. the first year I went was when paddle boards got big. Um, paddle boards and actually uh, GoPros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So they gave us a pro deal. And so we got like 50% off GoPros and 50% off, um, uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, paddle boards. Oh, oh yeah. Like, and so, yeah, paddle yeah. So you have to go home and go on their website and, you know, type in the code and, you yeah, know, what happened to paddle boards? They're still around. Sure. Sure. But I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was like the avocado of outdoor activities. Like well, it became so big and then everybody's like, yeah, well, okay. I, it, you can still get them at Costco. Um, <laughs> but sure. But I to think, me, that's not like that same level that they were. Well, <laughs> what happened is, is, uh, one company came out with them and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of knockoffs. Oh, and so, and so uh, the quality of the overall product went down. No, I actually think it's better. Cause really? yeah, because now they have portable ones that, uh, are easy to travel with and are very, uh, durable. Mm. Um, where before it was just fiberglass. Oh, right. <laughs> so it was like a, fiberglass a is hard to get around. Board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think it's probably on, in the West coast, uh, out West paddle boards are huge. Oh, like, everybody okay. wants a paddleboard. Okay. Um, out here, like, yeah, it's kind I, of paddle I, boards kind of just like, eh. I remember board. when they got really popular because in Virginia, I would see them all the time, like, yeah. on the backs of cars. I never saw anybody actually doing it, but I saw them all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then they just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Well, you don't see my backs cars anymore because they're portable. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe car. that's it. Maybe yeah, it's a exactly. confirmation bias that <laughs> yeah. I have here. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, the one yeah, that. We have a lot of them out by us. We live yeah. on a l- lake. It's a little bit smaller than the Great Lakes, but it's a lot of bays and cuts and um, little areas that you can hang out in, like, waist-deep water. And a lot of people will go through those on their paddle boards. Yeah. Oh, I I think that might be what it is, too, is paddle boards is a lot more fun when you're not on, like, the open ocean. Yeah. I mean, because that's what you have at Virginia (laughs) Beach. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, and and, uh, they're more accessible now. So, I mean, there's uh, SUP rents where you can actually rent a stand-up paddle board. Um, They ship it to you. And you can anywhere, and you oh, can nice. and use it, which is really nice. But uh, my wife wants one really bad, and and I I almost talked to her in getting one. Costco had one that was a seven passenger. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and uh, they, had like one, they had one. A banana paddle boat. And they had one blown up, and it was like twenty feet long, <laughs> and just oh, wide, and it was like, and uh, yeah, it was huge, and uh, it was a thousand bucks. 
Jeez. And uh, but it could hold up to seven adults, right? And so it came with like seven paddles, and, and it's uh, for escaping the mainland during the apocalypse. It, you can have a picnic out in the middle of the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I can't but, imagine uh, being like, oh man, I was. I'm looking for. I'm in Costco. I'm looking for an activity with me and my six friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. I just. Well, the food at the show was better in Colorado than it was in Salt Lake. Okay. Um, but the food at the show is also like twice the price as if you just leave sure. the convention center. So where it's you and your husband, yeah, I would just try not to ha- eat there. If you do, just buy one thing and share it to get you to the, after the show. Yeah. Um, That's good advice. Yeah. And then uh, are you going out for the full full four days? Or Yeah. Okay. I so, even um, tried out for the Camber Outdoors Pitch Fest. Okay. So it's a it's a company that um, allows you to it's for women and getting them into the outdoor industry. Okay. And they allow you to pitch your company or your idea in front of a bunch of executives of outdoor companies. Oh, very and cool. And sit there and tell you like what your business model, what's good in it, what's bad in it, where you can improve. Um, so I, I tried out for that. I don't know if I'll make it yet. But okay. Good luck to you. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. I think you'll make it. <laughs> well, well, and there's a lot of good things. And so, like I said, you're probably gonna come back or come back from that and go like, what is he talking about? It wasn't that bad. Oh, I know. Right. So yeah, but you also didn't have anything to compare it to. So I'm trying to exactly. <laughs> no. Um, but it's funny. I was gonna say you're probably not as big of a pessimist, tonight, but I don't think I'm that big of a pessimist. Maybe I am. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know how I would describe it. I think. Uh, when there is more organization to something and it's going worse, yeah. I think that's like your biggest pet peeve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> more administration and l- more that, chaos. That, exactly. That's probably <laughs> what it is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, the other cool thing about Denver, though, is they do have all the trucks show up, all the food trucks show up underneath. Oh, cool. Um, from like 10 a.m. till 2. And so they have that's all these the different like it. Denver food trucks and like weird yeah. foods. So that, Those are my favorite. Yeah, so that would be fun stuff for you guys to go see while you're there. No. So do. food trucks to me is like everybody got like kind of weirded out by buying food from a stand on the road. They're like, oh, that's like that's road food. You don't want to eat that. Yeah. And so like, OK, well, let's just put it in a truck and drive to them and then I, they'll be fine. Oh, I think it's different <laughs> than that because every food there's not like a normal food truck. Every food truck has like the oh, weirdest, a specialty. Yeah. So like there's yeah. one that's like the mac and cheese truck. And it's got like you can't get regular mac yeah, and cheese. A hot dog every, stand. Every mac That's and cheese. That's what I'm talking about. No, every mac and cheese is weird. <laughs> like every mac and cheese has it's like, like yeah, sure. the the big uh, yeah. the big thing. Yeah, I'm right a now. huge fan of food trucks. Don't get me wrong, no, oh, but I, I just think it's <laughs> mobile food stands, and people need to I'm accept gonna, that. I'm gonna have a food truck one day, okay? And I would visit it every day, right? You should. You should. So it's gonna be all potatoes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, oh, I was gonna guess if it was gonna be barbecue. <laughs> no, well, there'll be barbecue you can put on your potatoes, but potatoes 50 different ways so that sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah i'm a is. huge fan of potatoes it's gonna be called potatoes 50 different ways <laughs> um but uh, <laughs> don't steal it you guys um yeah we're, we're gonna have to get it trademarked yeah for sure um the one thing too is uh when you get out there um i would spend the first I don't, and you probably have you're probably more organized than i was when i went i was just kind of going to see where everything was and and all that but um most of the people that you're going to want to talk to are going to be busy with the big players for the first t- day t- day or two that they've yeah. already got appointments set up with. So I'd almost suggest that you enjoy yourself that Friday 
Um, <laughs> and, and then plan on Saturday, Sunday being your work. That'd be my advice to you. Cause, um, if you don't have appointments set up, you're going to get there and they're going to kind of like, uh, unless you have like, I believe it's orange is the color, the buyer color. Oh, they're not going to give you the time of day on those yeah. first two days because they're trying to, uh, get all those sales. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Well, the first few days I'll spend in the textile area. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Just, uh, so see, see what they, they're all, and just, there was a lot of sitting around there for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, um, you should have good opportunities talking to them. Now, is there like a, is, I feel like when I was younger, there was like the whole like space age technology stuff was coming out. Like everything was space age. Is, has there been like huge movement in textiles with new technology as of recently? Um, I feel like with 3d printing and stuff, you gotta, there's gotta be like a super, super cotton now. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different M- fabrics. Uh, yeah. Micro modal is like another one I hear about all yeah. the time. Yeah good um tensile is similar to that and that's made out of beechwood trees which is supposed to be really good for uh sustainable uh-huh. um styles um i've been really into merino wool and what they can do with the merino wool blends making so our blends for our um classic tea and our base layers are a blend of merino wool and nylon so it's actually like a super strong merino wool and they take the the fiber of the wool and they wrap it with nylon to make it um, have a lot more strength than just the regular wool. Wow. That's really cool. I think yep. like, and it feels like it feels like feather on your skin. It's like they oh. consider it the cashmere <laughs> of merino wool. Wow. The cashmere <laughs> of merino wool. <laughs> I can't right. imagine that being like on a box of something. <laughs> yeah. Well, so after my rant of outdoor retailer, right. sorry, uh, but, uh, you talked about places you've been. So what what is what are like three places you want to go and Where and take go? your family to? Um well Colorado was one, so I'm marking that off my Ooh, list. Yes. I really like to go to Boulder area. I hear that's more of like um trails and outdoorsy. Yeah, so I would much. to go there. Yeah, that seems where everybody from Denver is retreating to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um I want to go to Glacier Park in Montana. Okay, yeah, that's we talk about that one a lot. That's yeah, a beautiful place. It's one of Ren's favorites. <laughs> yeah, if you need I details, if you need cool. details on that one when you go, just let me know. <laughs> yeah. So I went there two years ago, and Did you like uh, it? yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, a friend of mine uh, is a park ranger there. Okay. Um, and so she gave us a couple of tips uh, before we went. Um, but uh, there was thing we we, we hiked like. 42 miles or something like that uh, in four days and yeah um th- there's there's stuff that are like oh you got to do that and then there's stuff like oh i wish we'd have done that instead of this so um the highline trail it's like nine 12 miles and if you start at the top it's all downhill but everybody we talked to saw grizzly bears and oh wow when you go to, that when you go to glacier that's what you want to see is grizzly bears just be careful right take bear spray so yeah, yeah. So, we got, so we got glacier in denver which denver's off the list so you still right. have two more you still have two more yeah. oh yeah um, <laughs> we're not letting I you get really away i'd like to go to um where is it i'd like to go to salt lake okay i heard nothing but good bad or about good things about um utah southern um, utah is like my favorite place is it no mosquitoes it's amazing 
oh my gosh you get out there in the desert and there's no mosquitoes it's awesome because there's no water either but it's true my sister lives in washington and she's like it's the funniest thing there's no mosquitoes out here and i was like oh i don't even know what that is oh yeah right you get in the mountains in idaho uh in the palouse and they're huge they'll carry you away but yeah (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure the mosquitoes outside my house are trying to figure out how to pick my lock yeah right right, right. <laughs> yeah every time i open the door they're all like rushing in i hate it yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry we keep cutting you off so oh, yeah. where, where else? and then alaska <laughs> alaska would probably be another one. Oh, very cool oh. very cool uh ej our producer just uh did a huge trip to alaska she did like a an alaskan cruise so okay it started i think it started in seattle and it yeah. ended in, I want to say Juno, and then it was like a, then you did like a bus tour back down, like oh, cool. through Canada and stuff. My my ninth grade geology or geography uh, teacher, <laughs> ninth grade is a long time ago. I'm guessing Mister Mr. Nalder, at least remember his name. Wow. Um, <laughs> but uh, he would go on cruises like on off season and uh, uh he basically he was, he was telling us he, he was going to go on one, so he's actually going during school uh, to an Alaskan cruise. And he's got he said I've been to uh, uh, cruise in the Caribbean multiple times. I've been on Mexico cruise. He said the Alaskan cruise by far is the best. Really? And he said it's way better than both of those. Um, EJ liked it a lot, and he just <laughs> loved it. So, but he was a, geo- a geography geology. Well, I was geology. Pretty sure it was geology. So like he's rocks? big into rocks. Okay, yeah, yeah geology. He's big into rocks. Yeah, I know what the <laughs> okay. difference is. I just can't oh, remember. All right, all can't right. Remember which one? I'm pretty sure it's geology. So, geology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so he probably liked it a lot with the glaciers and everything. Sure. But, but yeah, so um, that's that's a great place to go. Yeah. We just yesterday uh, or last episode we were talking about uh, Scandinavian Air uh, Airlines. Have yeah. you heard about this? The what? Scandinavian Airlines. Have you heard about what they're doing? No. So, I know of them. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them. So th- from August, if you go, if you travel through um, uh, Scandinavian Airline uh, between August of this year and May of next year, uh, uh-huh. kids kids fly free. Really? They're doing a promotion yeah. for uh, U.S. families, trying to get more U.S. families to come and, and tour there. And so they fly out of like seven or eight airports. Okay. Um, but uh, I think New York, uh, Boston, LA, Chicago, possibly. But uh, yeah, so uh, kids are free. <laughs> My husband's been wanting to go to, he's, his family comes from Denmark. So he's been wanting okay. to go to Denmark. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a perfect time. It's, it's Denmark, uh, Sweden, uh, Norway, and Finland. Yep. So he quizzed me last time and I failed. Yeah, yeah, it's the, those <laughs> those four countries are where you can fly into. I'm still so surprised that Netherlands me. isn't Scandinavian. I don't know why I thought that. I, I know. Like, <laughs> right. It I makes mean. sense why you would think that. Though. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was almost like he told me Canada wasn't in North America, and I was like, "What? Are you serious?" <laughs> like I almost wanted to pull up a map. Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got two or first two uh, guesses were wrong. Yeah, so, yeah. And but, then I kind of uh, was like, "All right, now I definitely feel." Just tell me. Yeah, I was like, "I can't, I can't." keep guessing wrong yeah, yeah <laughs> and i became less and less confident with any of my knowledge exactly exactly 
No, well, very good. Well, hey, we appreciate having you on. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to have you back. Yeah, for sure. We'd love to hear back uh, once your um, yeah, once Kickstarter your, closes. Yeah, how things went. Um, we'll uh, get you promoted through our channels and uh, see if we can help you out a little bit. And, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I know for of sure. Course. And if feel free to contact us anytime if you're like, hey, I got big news. I want to talk to yeah. somebody. Okay. We'll get We'd love to do here. podcast uh, updates. Yes, even for if sure. you can't talk to us directly, we can relay things. Yeah, to press the people. release. Just send us a press release. We just we'll, we love what you're doing. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's super awesome. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So awesome. Right. Well, thank you again, and uh, we will be right back with the rest of our show. Yeah. Stick around. So Ren. Yeah. This week we had our website go down. Yes, we did. We did have yeah. that go so, down. Our, thousands, our yeah. thousands of listeners could not get to our website exactly. for, I think, at least 16 hours. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's too long. Yes. But there is a solution out there. And what is it? It is called Solicity. Solicity. Yes. It's got a nice ring to it. Yes. And so what Solicity does is it monitors your website, right? And it informs you if something goes down, something goes wrong. and But it also informs you if you've, like, lowered on your Google, you know, when you search something and you're like, oh, you know, I've always been the second listing if I search mopeds and in Hagerstown right in Hagerstown <laughs> mopeds in Hagerstown I search yeah. that and I used to be the second first third person and now I'm fifth tenth I'm not even on the first page so you're going to find out that you're dropping right Solicity before will, it's too late right and, Solicity will inform yeah. you and also give you suggestions on how to fix it awesome and Solicity but, is our is the podcast's yeah. first uh, sponsor there you go so I'm we're extremely excited to bring Solicity on and and hopefully they're going to help us with the website. Yeah, for sure. Well, we, we did get signed up. So yeah, we, are we will up. be uh, monitored and we will know. And for a limited time, you can sign up for a the basic plan, which is absolutely free at Solicity.com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, go check it out and uh, let us know what you think and uh, yeah. go support those who support us. Yes. That's a good, oh, that's a good time. <laughs> I know, right? Support those <laughs> who support us. Yes, for sure. Alrighty, listeners. Let's Again, that's solicity.com. Yeah, solicity.com. Solicity. <laughs> We're going to like end up doing like a whole ad for them. At this I know. Point. Right? <laughs> exactly. So there's city like with voice actor. We, we need sound effects. I'll yeah. put those in post. Exactly. <laughs> so well, let's jump right into the news. Yeah. So yeah. Um, this isn't really news. Okay. Uh, I won't try to sell it as news. Yeah. But uh, recently on travelandleisure.com, they did the 50 best places to camp. One in each state, so kind of like the best in each state. All right. So I saw that and I was like, you know, I know somebody who is quite the expert on camping. Well, least, I wouldn't go expert. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, you know Bear Grylls? Yeah, sure, true. Okay. All right, there's a scale here. You know somebody who likes to go camping. How's there, that? I know somebody who does camping way more than me. Okay, there you and go. And that's you. Okay. <laughs> I know lots of people who do more than I do. So. Sure, sure. But that, like, pointing, I mean, you are my expert. So, oh you know, if you have other experts, that's fine. But you know people who even know more than you. Yeah, that's, well, that most of my information even comes from them. So right. there you go. My point exactly. <laughs> you're like the Wikipedia. Yeah, I think you're giving too much credit. <laughs> Dude, it's hard. All right, so I thought I would go through here. and I, I So obviously this is an article. This is just their opinion on what the best camping is. So I'm going to basically all tell you the state. You tell me if you've camped in that state and what your favorite place is in the the, in that state, and we'll see if it lines up. going to be like the dating game? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you like long walks on trails <laughs> and, uh, and the beach. Um, so we're going to start right here with your uh, 
your old stomping ground, Idaho. Idaho. What's the best camping spots in Idaho? Man. Well, so just make sure it's not spot like, you know, best campground or right, yeah, best, I think best 12 feet to set up a tent. Not, not <laughs> right, right. Yeah, definitely not that specific. I would, it, okay. it would be more like a campground or right. a park, yeah. Yeah. something like that. Man, there is a ton. Um, Idaho is home to 30 state parks. Wow. Um, and a uh, couple of national monuments, um, recreational areas. Uh, oh, man, it's kind of a tight spot. Uh, Sawtooth, um, I would go with the Sawtooth. Um, we did a lot of camping there growing up. Um, a lot of mountain lakes, high mountain lakes and trails, uh, and of course Redfish Lake, which is uh, one of the coolest lakes you'll ever see. Well, travel and leisure agrees. Ooh. Absolutely. They say Point nice. Campground. This petite campground in the Sawtooth National Forest is a click. click uh, so it is a campground. It was in the little, best possible way. Yeah. So I was leaving a little more. Specific. Sure, sure. But you got the national park. Yeah. So is I, that? Yeah. I was gonna say Point Campground. Is that off of? Uh, it sounds like it's off uh, a lake there, Redfish Lake. But yeah, it might be. It's more than I have in this little blurb here. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just talking about lots of good, uh, oh, wait, wait, uh, a pristine lake reflecting the mountains. Okay. Yes. Yes. So it's, yep. I, I'm pretty sure wow. I've seen that campground. You got it it's, perfectly. You know what? It's, <laughs> it probably is a great place because every time I've been, there's people there and yeah. I haven't been able to stay there. So sure. I would say. this article uh, yeah. was there. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely is a beautiful place. I would say um, that it probably is a good campground, but yeah. it also is very, uh, Hard to get, so sure. depending on the time of year. Um, oh, because the yeah, popularity. Yeah, like, like I said, I've been like sure, even sure. last uh, year or two years, I've been up there three times, and um, all the campgrounds around the lake gone. <laughs> so really? yeah, so <laughs> you just kind of venture out a little ways to find something to camp gotcha. at, which uh, just cross the road and it's free. So oh yeah, um, that is lovely. Yeah, that might be why it's so popular too. Well, no, those ones cost money. Oh, but across oh, the road, you can find some free camping gotcha, areas, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then you just go over and use, you know, their toilet facilities to drive, <laughs> you know, half a mile. But right, hitchhike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hopefully, you have a car, <laughs> bike, something. Well, I'm, I'm extremely impressed you got that one. And from our many talks on this podcast, I feel like this next one you're going to line up with. Okay. But uh, we're going to hit you with it, Montana. Montana. Well, I've only stayed. Uh, in one place, camping-wise, in Montana, mm-hmm. um, and that would be Glacier National Park. Tra- Travel and Leisure says, Mini Glacier Campground, Glacier National Park. All right. Look at that. You're two for two. Interesting. And what was the name of the... Mini Glacier Campground. Okay. Yeah. Mini Glacier. I almost thought that was like a typo, because it like it doesn't read right, but... It's mini, like mini-me. No, it's like many. Oh, many. Many. Oh. Like M-A-N-Y. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we camped out uh, at a campground that was just kind of, you know, 15 minutes outside of Glacier National Park. Mm. Um, and uh, it was a little bit cheaper. So if that one's in the park, <laughs> um, oh, I see. you're going to pay a little bit extra. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing but, to um, bet that this article was not written with any kind of like fiscal yeah fiscal responsibility yeah. <laughs> exactly no, sure. it's just the best yeah so no, I, sure. that's why i especially wanted to kind of like line these up with yours because i yeah. think that your answer will be practical yeah theirs is technically probably right you know, well and, and, and I, uh, these are like specific locations yeah these are really specific which i i 
when I was kind of reading this over, it wasn't hitting exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if you get the park. That's, oh yeah, that's exactly. Tough because it's gotta be close, right? <laughs> All right, so I know you are a recent resident of this state, but Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So I've only been to one park so far oh, yeah. uh, in the six plus months we've been here. Um, went straight into winter and got my wife pregnant. So <laughs> very, very many you, you said that in like a yeah. I was trying to say uh, how to say it. Right. Without going. Uh, I think you have to say you free. and your wife. Yeah. <laughs> become pregnant. I don't yeah. think you can just like. I, I think if you say you got her pregnant, it's like. That's right. So my wife's pregnant. Right. So we there you go. Very far. That? And I know Ashley's going to. We'll go ahead and edit this. that out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Uh, you hear that, Ashley? He's yeah. making me clean up his messes and post. I, I know, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I've been to one, and we went to. Um, uh, Ohio Pile. Ohio Pile. Ohio Pile. I like that. State Park in uh, Western Pennsylvania. I like that a lot. Uh, and uh, it was it was a cool park. One thing I have learned about Eastern uh, United States is your campgrounds um, are extremely close together. Um, mm. Out west, uh, you're able to find camping spots where you know you can throw a rock and not hit anybody. Right. Um, I feel like our houses are the same way. Yeah, like especially looking around Maryland. Oh, yeah, it, they're right up on the road. And yeah, like you can reach right, out, yeah. reach out your window and touch the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, it was a nice state park. That was the only like complaint that I would have, is that uh, it was. Well, it is called a pile. Oh, how about well, and and that's where I was like, is this normal? And, and my buddy who's been in Pennsylvania for about a decade now, uh, I went to law school at Penn State, and he was like. He goes, yeah, we have been out to a lot of these different ones, and he said it's they're just so close together. He happens to be from Idaho too, mm. so he knows what I was like right, confused right. by, because uh, everything was so close together. And that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, like you park your car, and there's like your car is the only thing separating you and the next like the next people. <laughs> nice, um, with a nice natural wall. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so um, but it, it's pretty nice, really cool waterfalls. But there's one I want to go to called Ricketts Glen. Mm. Um, state park. That sounds like like a person's name. Like I would yeah. imagine, like, oh yeah, that guy, uh, that guy in that movie, Ricketts Glen. It, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I think it's some guy, like some family named Ricketts, and they, this is their Glen. I don't know. See, but, like <laughs> Glen is like a normal guy's name, but Ricketts is. Well, like, I think it's Glen, like uh, right, right, like, like that. Uh, if you ever saw the Adventure of Gummy Bears, uh, the Adventure of the Gummy Bears cartoon. Yeah. Oh, Adventures of Gummy Bears. Yeah. Is that like made by like? Has, it's has Disney's. Been, oh, yeah, it's, it's Disney's. Okay. Yeah, back. It's a '90s cartoon, but they live in a glen. It's like a gotcha. A name for a um, land that's like forest, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. like a like a clearing? Would you call that? A it, I think that's kind of a glen. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to. Uh, we'll have to go. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to do some reading. Yeah, but find out what the actual definition of a glen is. Yeah. But it's not like glen. The name of a dude right yeah but right. uh it has a lot of um uh waterfalls which i like to chase waterfalls you are um, a big waterfall um, fan yes i also I have heard TLC. That. so um <laughs> i usually listen to that song when i'm chasing waterfalls so nice. um and i don't listen to them i go do it anyways but uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so i would say ricketts glen uh state park wise i'm sure it's probably you know poconos or something so this one for Pennsylvania says Cherry Springs State Park. Cherry Springs State Park. Yeah. Right. I'll have to add that one to the list. I, I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah. So 
That's what they say, but I figured that was a bit of a stretch. You haven't uh, had a time to really spread your wings no, yet. Not, in not the really. Pennsylvania yeah. stomping grounds. Exactly. <laughs> All right, South Dakota. I don't know how much experience you have with South Dakota. Oh. Oh, and for the listeners, I just kind of pulled out some that I thought he might have a good answer for. Yeah. We might hit a few that he's like, what are you talking about? I've never really that I'm like, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> South Dakota, I actually have been a couple times. Okay. So, oh, nice. Um, Look at this. And, yeah. What do you know? Well, one, they drove through it when I came out here. Um, stayed at a really cool uh, off-the-highway cabin place mm. um, outside of Rapid City uh, in a place called Wall. I think we talked about that Wall. first episode. Wall, uh, Wall, South Dakota. Maybe. Um, it's been such a long time Wall. since the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Home of the Wall Drugstore. Oh, we yeah, have free it. Free water. water. Yes, free water. yes, yes, yes. 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 So, um, but I also uh, have been to Sturgis. Um, and uh, I, I had a booth at Sturgis. Oh, did you? <laughs> Back in 2010. Was it lemonade? Yeah, no, it was not. <laughs> it was uh, something else. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, we camped out there and hung out. But uh, I would have to say it would be somewhere around the Black Hills. The Black Hills? Do you know any like specific state parks that are around there? State parks are national. Is it a state park? That's it's a state park. Oh, the answer. interesting. I don't know. So I'm there's Badlands. Badlands National Park is right there. Maybe so. that. Maybe that'll help. Maybe I tell you if it's a national park or a state park. Yeah. Right. Maybe. So yeah. So I, I don't know. Then I, okay. I would assume it would be Badlands um, or the Black Hills would be. According favorite. to this guy, and I mean, like, of course, this. I don't know how much of an expert this guy is on camping sites, but they say Blue Bell Campground in the Custer State Park. Oh. Custer State Park. I believe yeah. that I saw that on the map when we were planning our trip out here. Nice. I think that's kind of in the middle, uh, so, oh. south, south middle, southern middle of South Dakota. So, that could be hard to yeah. make room for, especially yeah. in South Dakota. There's not much yeah. else around. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, that one was always going down so hard in the Midwest. I know, right? <laughs> uh, okay, Utah. Utah. That one has a lot. Yeah. So that's hard because I'm gonna I feel say, like there's a lot of good answers. Yeah. So I've been four out of the five national parks. They're all. Oh, and this places. is a national park. Okay. About my hint. Because I'm gonna say if it was yeah. Goblin Valley, I'd be like, yeah, they are so right. But uh, that would be my answer. Mm-hmm. Goblin Valley State Park. Right. That is your favorite. Um, but I would guess Zion National Park. So they or say price. They say arches. They say Devil's Garden Campground in Arches National Park. Really? Yeah. See, and like that. You know what my problem is that answer to me says it's a little bit too like this person's <laughs> looking at it from a tourist perspective. Yeah, that's where my problem for me is. My like is I tend to camp not in campgrounds. Like I'll tend I'll do it in like, right. Um, I see. They, they a lot of. Uh, BLM land where it's free to camp. I'm cheap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do a lot of free camping. So that's why. I, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's why, uh, like I said, uh, I think you're the practical answer to these. Yeah. Um, and uh, I pulled out Virginia. I don't think you've ever been to Virginia, right? Uh, I have. Oh. And I actually went to camp because I came out to go to Boise State Virginia football game. Oh. Um, three years ago now. So the only and reason you came to Virginia was because of Idaho. Yeah, and yeah, Classic. exactly. So <laughs> we got to Norfolk and then uh, went over to uh, Charlottesville and watched the football game. But the first night we were here, I actually rented a sleeping bag and a tent, a little pup tent, and we're gonna go camp out on the uh, beach. Oh, a state park on the beach. I mean, if it's the same state park. <laughs> well, th- this one is a national park. Okay. Oh, Shenandoah. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of the, it's on my list. It's, it's a uh, big meadow campground. Okay. Big meadow. Interesting. Shenandoah National Park. Yeah. Wyoming. And that's the last on my list here. Wyoming. So, uh, Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Oh, okay. Um, and this is a national park. I don't know if that sways your answer at all. Oh, really? Um, and well, is it Yellowstone? It's not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I probably should have even just said it's not Yellowstone just because that seems like the yeah. immediate answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yellowstone's got great stuff around it. Um, and there's also, uh, oh goodness, Devil's Tower. Um, national park mm. um, that probably has some good camping around it, but I haven't camped there. Um, the Rocky Mountain? No, that's in Denver, actually. Oh, okay. Bighorn National Forest. I was thinking. Why don't you just give me the answer? Because I've sort of thrown <laughs> out like every place I've been to. I, 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 I mean, no, I want to talk about camping. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> they say Grand Teton National Park. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, Jenny Lake Campground, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, Jenny Lake. So um, that is right on the border of Wyoming and Idaho. So, oh, yeah. gotcha. So um, I yeah, I totally see that being the case. Um, and I uh, apparently there's a, a, a restaurant near the lodge, near uh, at the nearby lodge, that serves five-course dinner. Five-course dinner. It's course not is... to be missed, according to the restaurant. Interesting. Very interesting. Reservations and showers were required, so you well, have to take a shower. If we're talking food, we need to go back to Idaho, Redfish Lake. Did uh, we just talk the, about and that? And the Point Campground. Probably. Yeah, um, like, but there's the Redfish Lake Lodge, the yeah. bacon. Oh, and yeah. We may have already talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I'm going to bring it up again. Yes. That bacon, it's candied bacon, and it's their breakfast brunch on Sunday mornings. And, oh, <laughs> you don't even understand because you're a vegetarian. Right. But... I remember um, bacon fondly, though. Yes, yes, <laughs> and this bacon will change your life forever. Forever. And, wow, uh, that's it's amazing. That's quite the review. Candied bacon, yeah. all you can eat. Take that like to Yellux. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, that's impressive. Yes. So okay, so and uh, I'll hit you guys with a this. I think I feel like this episode's running a little long at this point. Oh, it's all right. Um, so I'm going to hit you guys with actual news right quick. Yeah. Um, first bad, then good. Um, Bad in the bad area, um, Hawaii uh, just had a volcano explode and it's uh, causing a lot of evacuations on the islands. Um, yeah, so we actually were going to talk about that uh, in our last pad- podcast. Yeah, but I'm now and, very nervous about trying to pronounce yes, Hawaiian names. Yes, so, that, that's, so we actually brought it up and we're like, oh, we should talk about this because they were talking about, yeah, it's going to explode. And then <laughs> literally like overnight... It exploded, and so yep. uh, it's bubbling out, and so they yeah. are uh, evacuating. Do you want to try to pronounce the yeah, volcano name? I'll try right it there. there. I know it had like it's like definitely starts with a K. It has two consonants and like five vowels. Yes, exactly. Uh, so it's the Kilauea, 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 Kilauea. I'm so sorry. Volcano. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, we just can't do it. We're trying. Yeah, we should just Google. Well, now we're just giving them a reason to go into our, our website, gontrippodcast.com, and lay down a comment and just say, hey, it's spelled like lines. this, and uh, maybe send us a link to yeah. uh, a YouTube pronunciation yeah, there you go. video. Um, but uh, yeah, 1,700 people were evacuated to emergency shelters. We hope that they're uh, taken care of and that everybody stays safe out there, Yeah. Um, as that probably will uh, curb some... Uh, uh, travel to those right, islands. Right. Um, and we were just talking about how like three of Hawaii's cities are like 
the destination yeah, for this year. Exactly. So yeah. This so we'll change those stats. But uh, yeah. So as as uh, those things are being worked out there, right. Puerto Rico is now right. So if you were going to Hawaii this week. Change that flight over to Puerto Rico. <laughs> they are they are saying, "Come on back." They are ready for tourists, they, and and they need they need help. Too, yeah, in and, a lot of ways. And so, from what I understand, one of the best times to go to Puerto Rico is in the fall. Uh, oh. My sister and her family t- about two years ago went over there for Thanksgiving. Spent their Thanksgiving over there and really enjoyed it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, start planning. Yeah, I'm 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 really happy to see. Puerto Rico doing well. Yeah, for least, sure. I mean, comparatively. Yeah, no, for sure. Have been. And uh, I, I hope they have a robust tourist season this summer. Yeah. To kind of well, get them back on their feet. Both those islands, Hawaii, uh, Puerto Rico, those are big uh, yeah. things for them is visitors. Right. Um, and so, national disasters, unfortunately. Well, yeah. And so these these visitors uh, not coming because of these natural disasters have yeah, affected it's like, them. Yeah, it's like twofold. So if you're looking for things to do to help... Um, great opportunity for like, yeah. a service travel trip. Sure, sure. Uh, go travel, um, sure. help those economies, um, but maybe find somewhere to serve while you're there. Yeah, and, uh, and I'll uh, post a link to uh, some ways that you can help out if, if that's how you're inclined, but if you're yeah. like, man, I, I, I can't put that on my back right now, I got too much going on, yeah. I need an actual vacation, you know, just just going to these locations can be help enough. Yeah. So just... And right, know. if you're there and you're like, I don't even know what to do, uh, go to justserve.org. Oh, um, okay. and uh, you'll find stuff on there that you can go to do to help while you're there. So nice, yeah. help the places, uh, be, you know, be right. better than you left it. Right. So. Commit your friends, tag along, make a whole thing out of it. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a great trip. Exactly. And you already so. have like most of your days planned. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, awesome. I think it's been a good day today. We had a yeah. great interview with Shannon. Yeah, that was um, awesome. And I'm LLS, excited to see how she LSO. So. Where she where she ends up? With yeah, that. LSO kind of remind me of a '90s, late '90s, early 2000s band LFO. Mm. That's what I was thinking every time we we're saying LSO. Absolutely, you know LFO. I've I got, like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Chinese really? food makes me sick. You never heard that song? Oh my goodness! With the actual melody, I might be able to recognize. Oh, whoa, whoa! With the that melody was like perfect. Oh, is that right? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to have yeah. a boat on our website. Exactly. So we're gonna have to get out of here. So I can so go I can play some LFO listen to for a song again. Yes, yes, <laughs> and educate. But uh, you guys all have a great, yeah. great week. Yeah. Um, catch us on Friday uh, for our show, and yeah. uh, I'm excited. I think we have a pretty awesome guest for that episode as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, peace be the journey. Peace be the journey, my friends. Con tripping my wagon near and I Con tripping reading the road signs Con tripping one playlist at a time Con tripping odometers ticking My Mountain Dew and a Red Bull sipping I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sitting home wishing Cause I, I, I am gone tripping